All right, Shabbos say good morning, good morning. Let us begin a beautiful daf ahead of, really beautiful daf ahead of us today. I want to begin by thanking all of our sponsors. I'm sorry, I'm just pulling it up. To thank our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Cheshvan, Yanki and Eliza Statman, Yitzi and Rebecca Statman, creation of the first yard site of their sister, Menucha Shendel Yehudis Zichron Levracha, Bas David Yosef. To thank Shmuel Rabin Karapkin for dedicating the Shurim this month in commemoration of the 25th yard site of Rabin's mother, Melanie Solomon, Pesa Mira Bas Chaim Zichron Levracha. And to thank our week of learning sponsors, Zevi and Shoshi Daniel, Leili Nishmas Rafael Yaakov Ben Avram Zichron Levracha. We hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah. All of the Nishamas will have an Aliyah. And the family Zainachama. Rabbi say with that, let us begin. Today's daf is daf tes. Nine. We are up to Baruch Hashem. Again, the top of tes Aleph. Beautiful. And Rabbi say we begin today with a Mishnah. With a Mishnah. So let's get right into it. The Mishnah says as follows. The Mishnah writes, Kinidre Rishaim Nadar. So Rabbi say, listen to this. Very interesting case. Let's say, and now again, Rabbi say, as often happens, as often happens in, in Shas, but I think it's even a bit more acute in Nidarim. Mishnah will make a statement. The statement is not immediately understandable. And so we'll need the Gemara to go ahead and kind of fill in the blanks a little bit and teach us what the Mishnah is actually trying to convey. So I'll say, so in this case, we'll be aware of the following situation. A person goes ahead and takes a neder. And the way he formulates his neder is, my neder should be, this should be like, like, the, like the vows of the wicked. So what, what does that mean? So let's say, take a look at the Ran for just a moment. The Ran on the left-hand side writes as follows. He says, So I'll say, first of all, the Ran sets the table for us. This Mishnah is a continuation of the discussion of Yados. Truncated, right? Truncated partial declarations. Okay? So again, the Ran is giving us already a little bit of coming attractions. This is what the Mishnah means to say. They will say, this is the formulation. Right? I say, I say, Like the Nidarim of the wicked, I will be. And I will say, now, we're going to see Vahaya Nazir over the funnel. And in that moment when I'm saying it, a Nazir walks in front of me. So I will say, so how do we interpret that statement? Like the vows of the wicked, Harani, I am, I am what? I am what? A Nazir. Now, remember, this is a Yad, it's a partial declaration, but because I'm saying this as a Nazir walks in front of me, we look at this as an acceptance of a Neder Nazirus. Okay, again, we have still some information to fill out over here. So, Haru Nazir, Vechenim Amar Kinijre Rishaim Alai. Alai. So I'll say similarly again if a person says the formulation. So I'll say we're going to see these different formulations. There's Kinidre Rishaim Hareni. I am like the Neder of Arasha, the Nedarm of Arasha. And again, in that moment, a Nazir is walking in front of me. We look at that as the acceptance of Nazirus. Case number two, the Ran, by the way, the Ran is, the Ran is a big like party pooper, right? I'm saying he gives away. The whole Gemara, right here in the first line. But again, it's necessary because we'll appreciate the Mishnah a little bit, but we'll see this all again. That's case one. Case number two is the Chayd, Imamar Kinidre Rishaim Alai. If a person says, like Nidre Rishaim upon me, they both say, what does that mean? Chayif Karban. Ultimately, again, a person is accepting upon himself sacrificial obligation. And it's a case of where there's an animal in front of me. So case number two is Kinidre Rishaim Alai. 
Like the nether of Rishayim is upon me. There's an animal right in front of me. We interpret that statement to mean what? I'm accepting my, by myself the obligation to bring a carbon. That's case two. That's case two. Good. And case number three. And I will say third case is we're going to say that a person says like the, like the vows of the wicked. Hemenu. Hemenu means from me. The Rebbe say we interpret that as shalom ochal, as actually a shavua, as an oath not to eat something, presupposing that what? Talking about a case where there's a loaf of bread in front of me. Good. So Rebbe say these are the three cases, what we call kinidre rishayim. Kinidre rishayim alai, that'll be a case of a nazir. Kinidre rishayim um, Chayiv, or Kinejay Rishayim, right, I'm sorry. The first one is Kinejay Rishayim Hareni, that's Nazir. Kinejay Rishayim Alai, that's Karban. And Kinejay Rishayim Hemeni, that's going to be a Shavua not to eat. All supposing that in case number one, there's a Nazir walking by. In case number two, there's an animal in front of me. And in case number three, there is a loaf of bread in front of me. Those are the three cases. Again, we're going to repeat this all in the Gemara. But the, the Ran goes on and he says as follows. Ki Amar Kinijay Rishayim. Now both say, fine, now we've outlined the three cases. What don't I know? I don't understand what the Lashon of Kinijay Rishayim means. What does this mean like the vows of the wicked? What is that talking about? Listen to what he says. Shahari Rishayim, Darkon Lidal Bechal Elu. See, I will say, Rishayim make Nidarim all of the time. They make Nidarim. I will say again, we're going to talk about this idea about how we view Nidarim. But Rishayim are much more flippant in their making of Nidarim. So we're going to see that Rishayim take a very flippant, flippant approach to Nidarim. So what, when the person says, Kinejay Rishayim, what he's doing is he's making a nether. Just like Rishayim make nedarim, so I'm making a nether as well. Kinejay Rishayim, again, Hareini, Kinejay Rishayim, Alai, Kinejay Rishayim, Hemeni. Ultimately, again, three expressions of Yados. One for Nazir, one for Karban, one for a Shvua not to eat. Beautiful. So we'll say back to the Mishnah. Back to Mishnah. Kinejay Rishayim. So now, boss, I can nadar. So what the Mishnah says is, if you use this formulation, kinejay rishayim, you've made a nadar. Why? Because kinejay rishayim is a proper yad, is a proper yad, and therefore, we'll say, what does this yad affect? Benazir, it could create a nadar nizirus. Karban, it could create sacrificial obligation, or shvuah, or it could create an obligation for shvuah. Good. We'll say now again. Let's say it reads beautifully. Once you have the ran, once you have the ran. So the Mishnah reads beautifully. Without the Ran, no idea what's going on over here. With the Ran, I'm well versed in the Mishnah Tassim Adalif. Weiter. So, Kinidre Ksherim. I will say, what happens if a person says Kinidre Ksherim? Right? I want to use this, yeah, this partial, like, 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 like the vows of the righteous. I will say, so what happens? Lo Amar Klum. I will say, why Lo Amar Klum? Why is such a statement meaningless? Why? Because the righteous don't make Nidarim, as we're going to see. Right, in general, righteous people abstain from going and making the darim. Therefore, such a statement is halachically meaningless. However, kinidvosam, if at the end of the day, if at the end of the day, ultimately, again, I say kinidvosam, like the nidavas of the righteous, then what? Then ultimately, again, neder, 
ultimately such such a formulation will work, benazir ubekarban, and could create a nadir nazirus, and also could create sacrificial obligation. And I will say, what's interesting to note about this is as follows. So what we see from the Mishnah, by the way, is that the wicked make nidarim, are flippant about nidar, nidar making, and therefore kinidre rishaim is actually a valid yad. The righteous are careful with making nidarim, don't make nidarim. Therefore, if you say kinidre tzadikim, or kinidre ksherim, invalid statement, but what, but what tzadikim do make is in a dava. And I will say, just one, we'll get that in this gemara, just one word. What is between a nether and a nedava? A nedava is also a form of nether. Right? It's also a form of nether. Yet for some reason, again, so tzaddikim or ksherim don't make nedarim, but they do make nidre nedava. So if you say kinidve tzaddikim or kinidve, or, or say kinidvosam shal ksherim, that is a valid yad. So kinidre ksherim invalid yad. Kinidvosam or kinidvos ksherim is a valid yad. Why that distinction? We'll have, I, I don't, we could get into it now, but we'll, we'll get into it in the Gemara a little bit. Good. So we'll say, so let's go right there. So let's go right there. So the Gemara says as follows. So it says the Gemara. Vidilma, so we'll say, we're going back to the first case, right? So the first case in the Mishnah was Kinidre Rishoim is a valid yad. And in fact, creates a nether. So we'll say, what's interesting is as follows. The Gemara is presupposing that the Lashon you're using is Kinidre Rishayim. That's it. That's it. And the Gemara, the Gemara thinks that, because that, remember again, like I said, we had the Ran already, so we've worked through this already. But when, when you read the Mishnah, all the Mishnah says is Kinidre Rishayim Neder. You go ahead and you use this truncated statement, which like, like the vows of, of the wicked, and it's a valid Neder. Which the Gemara says, why? Kinidre Rishayim Lo Nadarna. Maybe a person is saying that I'm not going to make a nether like the wicked do. Maybe that's what he's saying. In other words, the statement, or the, it's not even a statement, the phrase of Kinejei Rishayim, is such an open-ended statement. So the mission is interpreting Kinejei Rishayim ultimately again to mean the actual taking of a nether. The immersive says maybe it actually means Kinejei Rishayim, I'm not going to be like a Russia, and I'm not taking a nether. To which the Gemara says, no, 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 no. The Dilma Halikamari Kinejei Rishayim, no, no, no. No, 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 what's the case? Ba'omer, kinidre rishaim hareni, alai vehemenu. Oh, okay, so I'll say, we saw this already. So now, what's the case? The case is, you're not just saying, kinidre rishaim, rather there's three cases. I'm saying either, kinidre rishaim hareni, I am like, nidre rishaim, or, the nidre rishaim should be upon me, or kinidre rishaim, like the nedar rishaim, from me. I'm using one of those three formulations. Shabbos so say, what do each of those formulations mean? Here we go. Hareini Nazir Alai. I'm sorry. Um, sorry. Hareini Beneziros Alai. So the Gemara says, Bekarban Hemenu, Bishvua Hareini. Shabbos say, so again, so now if we play this out over here, if I say, Kinidre Rishaim Hareini, right? Like the Nadarm Avarasha, I am. That is interpreted as Nedr Nazirus. I say Kinijre Rishaim Alai, that's interpreted as Karban, an obligation to bring a Karban. Kinijre Rishaim Heimenu, like a Nedr Rishaim from me, that's interpreted as a Shvua. I will say, I want to point out that last case is most intriguing because here you have a fascinating case of a Lashon of a Nedr which ultimately results in a Shvua. 
which is fascinating, right? I say, Kinidre Rishayim from me. We interpret that to mean a shvua, an oath not to eat something. So the Gemara goes through this, we'll say, Hareini Nezilos. Now, one second, I don't understand. I don't understand. I'm both saying, I remember again, we saw the Ran already, so we know how this all shakes out, so forget the Ran for a little bit. So you weren't thinking so. No problem, I already forgot the Ran. Right, a long time ago. Hey, so, 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 so now listen to this. So the Gemara says like this. So I'll say, so, so now understand, we've just, we're, we're evolving. The Mishnah started with a statement, Hareini Nazir. Sorry, I'm sorry. The Gemara, the, the Mishnah started with a statement, Kinidre Rishayim. That's how we started. Now both say, the Havamino, that's the whole statement. Now the Gemara says, no, 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 no. The statement is, Kinidre Rishayim Alai. And what does that mean? Nazirus. So the Gemara says, why does that mean Nazirus? So the Gemara says, maybe it means, right? Maybe it means, Hareini Nazirus, Dilma, Hareini Betaynis Kamar. They'll say, why do you interpret that as an acceptance of an Eder Nazirus? Maybe what the guy is saying is, Kinidre Rishayim Hareini is the acceptance of a fast, of a tainus. Haibiyah means a nazirus. To which the Gemara says, here we go. Amr Shmuel, kishahaya nazir over lefanav. Oh, what's the case? What's the case? The case is where I say, kinidre rishaim alai, at the moment that what? A nazir is walking right in front of me. A nazir is walking right in front of me. Or say again, bekarban, right? Bekarban, hemenu b'shvua. Which like Sharon are over the fun of. Good. So the Gemara says, so we'll say, so that's the case. The case is where, so we'll say, all of these cases are only meaningful if what? If there's the object, if the object which clarifies the meaning of the partial declaration. So if I say, Kinidre Rishaim Alai, and the Nazir is walking in front of me, between the Yad and the Nazir, I understand that what I'm making is another Naziros. Or for example, Alai Bekarban. I say, Kinidre Rishaim Alai, and there's an animal in front of me. It's understood as I'm making a nether to bring a carbon. Or, Hey Menu, Hey Menu, the most again, last case, Kinidre Rishaim Hey Menu, like the nether of a Russia from me, we interpret that as what? A Shvua. A Shvua. The most because what's the case? Right? The case where there's a loaf of bread in front of me. So, so now, now we've caught up with the Ran. Right? Now, what the Ran explained to us in the Mishnah, now we've seen in the Gemara. So, the Gemara says, one second. But in that last case, Dilma Heimenu Kamar. Maybe I'm taking a Shavua to eat. How do you know that it's a Shavua not to eat? In other words, so we're interpreting Kinidre Rishaim Heimenu as a statement, right? As a statement not to eat. Maybe not. Maybe Kinidre Rishaim Heimenu is a statement. To eat, to eat. Amarava, the Amar Hemenu Shala Ochal. Okay, what's the case? I say, Kinidre Rishaim Hemenu Shala Ochal. The Mara says, hey, that's not a yad anymore, right? That's a pretty explicit statement. So Mara says, Ihachi Maila Memra. Okay, so what's, what's there to say? To which the Gemara says, listen to this. Mao de Tema, Halomapik Shwa, Mikume, Mikume. The boss says, so understand, there's two different Chidushim happening. The first two of the three cases are legitimate yados. The third case, Rabbi say, and create nedarin. The third case creates, what was the novelty in the third case? So Rabbi say, the novelty in the third case is not the yad. The novelty in the third case is that through the verbiage of a neder, I'm actually creating what? A shvua. That's the chiddush. And therefore, again, I would have thought that because I have not articulated a shvua, you can't create a shvua without a formal shvuah articulation. 
Therefore, the Gemara says, the Gemara says, Kamash Molon Hadain. Kamash Molon, I can. Kamash Molon, the Chiddush of Rabosa is that there is a case which is fascinating that through the articulation of a Yad, I can actually go ahead and create a Shvot. Therefore, Rabosa, if we bring this all together, here is what the Mishnah has introduced us to. The Mishnah is using another case of a Yad. What's the case of the partial declaration? Kinidre Rishon. Kinidre Rishon is a valid Yad articulation. Except by itself, it's not. Right? Kenichi Rishayim needs what? It needs a modifier. We've been introduced to three modifiers, right? What are the three modifiers? Right? Hareni, I am, a lie, upon me, and Heimenim, right? From me, from me. Now, both say the three modifiers by themselves are not enough either. What else do you need? What else do you need? You need an object to clarify the modifier. So, therefore, I will say if we put this all together, case number one is Kenichi Rishayim a lie creates a nether nazirus as long as what? I need a nazir, right? Case number two, kinidre rishaim alai creates an obligation to bring a carbon as long as what? There's an animal right in front of me. And the last case, Rabbi Osai, is what? Kinidre rishaim heimeni, kinidre rishaim heimeni, and Rabbi Osai, or heimenu, now the chidish of now, actually now it turns out is, kinidre rishaim heimenu shalo ochal. Right? Like the Nedra of Rishon, I, I abstain that I will not eat. Someone says, okay, that's no longer a Yad. You're right. What is that? What is that? That's a Shavuah. That's a Shavuah. The Chiddush in case number three is that you could use a declaration, a, right, a Yad declaration in order to create a Shavuah obligation which will not force you to abstain from eating that particular loaf of bread. Incredible. Incredible. Whew, good. That's the, I say that, that, that's the first section of the, of the Mishnah. Now remember, we transition to the second section. So we'll say now, second section of the Mishnah is like this. If a person uses a Yad and he says, What's the impact of that statement? Impact of that statement? Zero. Ineffective. Why? Why? Because the Gemara Mishnah says apparently, Don't make Nidarim. But if you say, Like the Nidavas of a Ksherim, then what? That is a valid yad. Why? Because apparently righteous people, ksherim, don't go ahead and make nedarim, but they do make nedavos. Okay, let's analyze. So man time the shanila bein nedar lenedava. So we'll say, as I pointed out to the Mishnah, a nedava, it's very important to understand, a nedava is a form of nedar. Right? I'll understand, right? A nedava, a nedava is a form, sorry, in other words, just so I'll, say, I'll give you in the, in the world of Karbanos. I'm, we're going to illustrate this, but just to, just to highlight this now. In the world of Karbanos, you could pledge a neder or a nedava. They're both voluntary offerings. They're both, they're, now, now we'll discuss, we'll discuss the fundamental, oh, I'll tell you the fundamental distinction. Well, no, I'm not going to tell you yet. So, I'll say, so again, we'll see what the distinction is, but they're both called voluntary. So it's interesting that the Mishnah is making a distinction here between a neder and a nedava. Literally translated, a nedar means a vow. A nedava means a gift. A gift. But I just want to point out, they're both voluntary vows or voluntary offerings. Yet, so the Gemara says, who is the opinion who makes a distinction between a nedar and a nedava? So I'll say, watch this. This is incredible. So this actually helps to shed light also on the previous section on the Mishnah. So man the shanile bein nedar le nedava, neima lo rebi meir velo rabbi huda. It's neither Rabbi Meir nor is Rabbi Huda. Rabbi say, watch this. This Sanya. This is incredible. They quote over the Pasek from Kohelas. What, is, what does Shalom Alech say? Tov asher lo tidor misha tidor velo tishalim. Shalom Alech says, it is better not to vow 
than to vow and not pay up. Right? Than to vow and not come through. Okay, he seems like a pretty straightforward statement. So the Gemara says, so listen to this. So this Anya, Tov Tidar, now the Gemara says, Tov Mizeh Mizeh, what's even better than both of these things? In other words, the Shalom Aleph says, better not to vow than to vow and not come through on your vow. The Bryson says, and now what's even better than both of these things? What's even better than coming through on your vow? She'eno noder kol iker. And Mira says, don't make nedarim. Don't make nedarim. Don't make nedarim at all. See, in other words, yeah, it's, so it's better, so it's better not to vow than to vow and not come through. And even better, what's even better than vowing and coming through and following through is don't vow at all. These words are Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, Tov mizel, mizel, no Rabbi Huda says, no. What's even better is what? If you make, make a nether and what? Come through. So we'll say, this happens to be, this happens to be a fundamental yusodistic machlokas. In other words, is making a nether a good thing or not? So Rabbi Meir, let's work backwards. Rabbi Huda says, yes. Making a nether is a good thing as long as what? As long as what? You're going to carry through on your promise. Rabbi Meir is of the opinion that making a nether is a bad thing, even if you're going to come through, right? If you're going to follow through, making a nether is a bad thing. You both say, so first of all, now you understand also the Mishnah, right? The Mishnah would seem to reflect the view ultimately of Rabbi Meir that making the Dharam in general is a bad thing. Making the Dharam is a bad thing. So because it's a bad thing, Kinejre Rishoim is a valid Yad, which is interesting. You both say, just to pause for a moment, Almost like Bederech Hashkafa. What, what's, the, what's the understanding of Rabbi Meir? Right? I understand making a nedar and not following through is a bad thing. But why would it be bad to make a nedar and follow? Right? I make a nedar and I come through. Right? I, I'm a man of my word. So whenever I make a nedar, I come through. Why would Rabbi Meir be against such a model like that? So we'll say, it could be Rabbi Meir saying is like this. What's a nedar? What's a nedar? Right? Okay, a vow. Why does a person make a nether? Let's analyze this just a moment. Why does a person make a nether? Why? Because they need to push themselves to accomplish something. That, that's what a nether does. A, ne- a nether essentially says that I need, I'm creating a framework or creating a situation where I have no choice but to accomplish the stated goal, the stated task, the stated directive. Because now what I've done is I've bound myself halachically. It could be that Rabbi Meir is saying is like this. Why do you need a neder to accomplish your life objectives? Why can't I be enough of a driven person who's able to do what needs to get done without the mechanism of a neder? In other words, the fact that I have to rely on a neder represents a level of personalistic weakness. Because if at the end of the day I was driven enough if at the end of the day, I was motivated enough, I would get done what has to get done without the use of a nether. Having to rely on a nether means there's something deficient inside of me. Whereas Rabbi Huda says, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we all have our weaknesses. And I will say most of us don't get things done unless we absolutely have to get things done. So what the nether does it creates a sense of urgency. So you've got Rabbi Huda saying, human nature is human nature. People don't get things done, they don't really need to get things done. Nedra creates a deadline, Nedra creates an urgency, Nedra creates, you know, you can't get out of it. Rabbi Meir says, don't live life like that. 
be a self-starter. Be motivated. Be the kind of person who gets things done in life because you should get things done in life and not because there's some halachic mechanism that is forcing you to move yourself forward. It's such a fascinating machlokas, we'll say, in human nature. In human nature. Good. So we'll say, so therefore, why are we bringing this down? Because if you notice, neither Rabbi Huda nor Rabbi Meir make any distinction between neder and nedava, which is interesting. So we'll say, right? You've got Rabbi Huda say, Rabbi Meir saying, don't make nedarim. Don't make nedarim. Rabbi Huda saying, no, you can make nedarim as long as you're going to, to come through on them. But no one's making a distinction between a neder or a nedava, to which the Gemara says, I feel to Rabbi Meir. It's not true. The truth is, our Mishnah could reflect even the view of Rabbi Meir. In other words, even Rabbi Meir, who normally says, don't make nedarim at all, could agree with the neder nedava distinction. How so, Amadeis? Kik am Rabbi Meir beneder. Because when Rabbi Meir says that Allah you shouldn't make a neder, right? Better not to make a neder at all. It's even, in other words, it's even better not to make a neder than to make a neder and to come through on the neder. He's talking about a neder. Benedava loka amar. He's not focusing at all on a nedava. He's not focusing at all on a nedava. To which the Gemara says, So benedava loka amar. Vahakatani. One second. But it does say that if you use, right in the verse, going back to the Mishnah, like the Mishnah, you second line down from the top, Tesla base 9b. So remember again, yet the Mishnah said, if you use the Lashon of Kinidvosam, right? So if I say, like the Nedavas of the Ksherim, it creates a Neder, right? It creates literally again a Neder, but Nazir or Bakarban, and can literally again affect a Neder Nazirus. Or could affect the nether to go ahead and bring, create an obligation to bring a carbon. So we'll say, so you see from here that this lushan is creating a nether. Now we'll say, so again, in Rabbi Meir's worldview, nidarim are not good. Nidarim are not good. So we'll say, that's what I wanted to mention before. What's interesting about this is when we say that a nedava works, a nedava is a nether. A nedava is a nether. It's a sug, it's a category of nether. But it's still a neder. So Yimar wants to say, ah, the Mishnah could even reflect the view of Rabbi Meir. Because when doesn't Rabbi Meir like nedarim? That's by a neder. But he's okay with nedava. What? Nedava is a form of neder. So Rabbi Meir's worldview that nedarim are bad. Nedarim are bad. Even if you fulfill them, they're bad. Why would he be in favor of a person making a nedava? To which the Gemara says, Tani, tani nadav benazir ubekarban. What it means is, I will say, so read the Mishnah saying, if a person literally made a nidava by Nazir or by Karban, it works. It works. Okay, so the Gemara says, well, let, let's, let's analyze this. Let's analyze this a little bit. To which the Gemara says, Maishna noder dolo. So I will say, let's analyze this a little bit. So now, let's write, why is it, why is it that ultimately again, why would there be a resistance to neder? And not a resistance to Nadava. Why? Because say the concern ultimately again by, by, by Neder is that a person could come to a stumbling block. Now, say, now what does that mean? Take a look at Rashi for just a moment. Left hand side, fourth line down from the last wide line in Rashi from the top. Okay, so we'll say, let's illustrate this for just a moment in the world of Karbanas. What's the problem with a Karban? What's the problem with a Karban? So very simple. A person says, a person says, Hare like Karban. A person takes upon themselves a Karban. Right? A neder, a neder in Karban. And we'll say, what's the challenge? 
Once you take a right, once you go ahead and now you go and take upon yourself to bring a carbon, there's an issue about ta'akhir. You may delay, you may delay. And remember again, delaying in the bringing of your carbonos, but was actually, if you remember again from the beginning of the Sefta, delaying in bringing your carbonos actually triggers a double prohibition, a double love, right? One is a love against delaying your nidarim, and one is a love against delaying carbonos, right? But again, the problem, let's focus on that right now. The problem I'm making a nether is that whenever you vow to do something, if you delay in the fulfillment of that vow, you are in violation of a biblical prohibition. Okay, so Gemara says, so it sounds like Nidava wouldn't have that problem. Gemara says, I don't understand. Nidava nami. Nidava nami lo, dilma asi beli de takava. They will say, you could have that same problem by Nidava. In other words, they will say, let's play this out. Let's play this out. I take a nether, I take a nether to bring a carbon. We said, what's the problem with that? What's the problem? What, why, why don't we like Nidarim? Why don't we like Nidarim? You may delay. And therefore, I will say, that's why if a person says, just, just to go back to the Mishnah, if a person says, Kinidre Sherim Alai. So remember, Alai, what does Alai mean? What does Alai mean? Karban. Karban. So a person says, Kinidre Sherim Alai. What's the impact of that statement? Impact of the statement? Invalid. Nothing. Nothing. Why? What's the problem? What's the problem? Because again, reflecting the view of Ramir, we don't like Nidarim. And again, we're concerned that if we let you make that Nidar, you now have a carbonic obligation. And what? It may result in Balta Acher. Yet Rabbi said, the same Mishnah also said, if a person says, Kinidvos Ksherim Alai, and there's an animal right in front of me, what's the Alacha? What's the Alacha? Now I've just taken upon myself to bring a Nidava carbon. I understand. The same Balta Acher applies to a Nidava. Applies to a Nidava. Right? In other words, say, so again, I'm just going to tell you this now, and I'm going to spoil it for you a little bit. Just to clarify, what's your seen in the Nether and in the Dava? So I'll say we're going to see, we're going to see the fundamental distinction between a Nether and a Dava is a Nether, a person is identifying a particular animal for a carbon. For a carbon. Actually, well, actually, I'm not going to say it yet. Let, let's, let's wait for the Gemara. Let's wait for the Gemara. So I will say, so again, so all the Gemara is trying to point out over here is I don't understand the distinction. In other words, I understand why Kinidre Sherim Alai does not generate an obligation. Because we don't like Nidarim. Why don't we like Nidarim? Because a person is setting themselves up ultimately again for a particular, for a particular biblical prohibition of Balta Acher. But if a person says, Kinidvos Sherim Alai, I'm taking upon myself a Nidava. A Nidava is also subject to Balta Acher, to delaying. So how, how does it work? I will say, here we go. This is absolutely, incredibly beautiful and ridiculously moving. So listen to this. This sign here. Listen to this, Brysa. Amru al-Hilal Azakim. They used to say about Hilal Azakim. Get ready for this. Get ready for this. So the Gemara says, say, look at, I'm sorry, before we get to, all right, let, let me just say this very quickly. say, the fundamental distinction between Neder and Nedava, which is going to come out in just a moment, is a Neder is Hare Alai versus again the Nedava, which we're going to say is Hare Zu. Right? We're going to see the fundamental distinction is that the neder, a person, let's say, bring, makes a neder to bring a carbon, he has an obligation to bring an animal. Let's say he had a mind to bring animal A, and animal A died, animal A died, he still is obligated to go ahead and bring animal B. Versus nedava, where the obligation for the voluntary offering, the gift offering, devolves upon a particular animal. Right? And therefore, if that animal dies, he's no longer obligated to go in. So we'll see that distinction play out in just a little bit. So watch this, here we go. This Sanya, so beautiful. Amr al-Hilal Azakim. He said about Hilal the Elder. 
Supposed to listen to this. Hillel, I will say, in general, there's a problem with, right? Let, let, imagine the following situation. Right? We have the third base in the Rabbi Aminu. I have to bring a carbon. I have to bring a carbon. So I say, now what do I do? Right? I go to my backyard. I have a, I have a corral, right, with my sheep in there. I write, I pull out one of the sheep. Right, I say harezu chatos because I'm definitely gonna have to bring a chatos. Right, so right harezu chatos, harezu chatos, and I bring it to Yerushalayim. Beautiful. Okay, the problem is because the animal is consecrated. Now there's always the concern about meilah. All right, about inappropriate, right, mundane usage of a consecrated item. And I will say, by the way, that can happen so easily. Imagine I'm walking to Yerushalayim. I'm carrying my. Uh, you know, we often have like this image that like when Mashiach comes, the Rebbe we're going to kind of like revert back to what so we have like this image. I'm walking in my tunic, right? 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 I'm walking in my tunic to you. So, so, so Chris, it's not going to be like that, right? But, but, but I'll have a roof rack, right? And I'll put, right? I'll put, right? I'm going to put the sheep on the roof rack, right? So, we'll say, so, so again, so what's the concern? You can imagine a case of mi'ilah that could easily come up with an animal, which is you're walking to Yerushalayim, you put your bag on the sheep. I, I put my bag on the sheep. So having the sheep carry my bag, that's Mi'ila. That's Mi'ila. So Hillel Azakim came up with a great idea to avoid all Mi'ila issues. What did he do? Listen to this. Hillel was able to create a system where people never committed Mi'ila. How so? It's incredible. So Hillel said, don't consecrate the animal until you bring it to the base of Mikdash. Brilliant. So simple, but brilliant. In other words, bring it to the courtyard of the base of Mikdash. Ultimately, again, in its unconsecrated state. Consecrate, right? So ultimately, again, go ahead and makdisha, smicha, place your hands upon the animal, shokta, shecht it. Incredible. Say for Abosai, it literally only becomes consecrated when? The moment before it's shechted, right? So, 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 makdisha, smicha, shochta. That's it. To which the Gemara says, hanicha, nidavad de kabanas. So we'll say, ultimately, again, that works fine. In other words, so, 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 so that, that, so in other words, the, the Gemara is suggesting over here that halacha lamaisa, if you employ this methodology, ultimately of Hillel, I will say you could also go ahead, you could also go ahead and potentially avoid balta acher. To which the Gemara says, Hanicha Nidava de Karbanos. That works fine, assuming that we're talking about a case of Nidava of Karbanos. Nidava de Neziros, Ultimately, again, what about, what about the Nidava of Neziros? So we'll say, so now, I understand how you could come up with a case. Look at Rashi for just a moment. Rashi says over here, Hillel, Masnisin Diktani Nidava Mutar, Kigon Da'avid Kehillel, Demaktisha Ba'asara, Tesulo Asibali Demi'ila. So we'll say, so the nedava, the nedava of, so I understand the nedava case, right? So the nedava case could also be, I'm not being makdashit until I go ahead and get to the azara. And therefore, again, there's absolutely no problem of balta acher. There's no problem of mi'ila. Rashi then goes on and he says, nedava de neziros ma'ikala neymar. So we'll say, how is there a nedava of neziros? Look at Rashi. Hechi avid delo leisili de takala. Diktani nadav benazir demuter so we'll say, what's the case of Nedava by Neziros? Okay, I understand the Stam Nedava. So we'll say, if I say, literally again, so, 
right? And there's an animal in front of me. I understand how I could construct the case of Nidava that will not lead to Meila, that will not even lead to Balta'acher. But what's the case of Nazirus? What's the case of Nidava by Nazirus? Nidava de Nazirus Ma'ikalameimar. So I'll say, by the way, look at the Ran for just a moment. The Ran now, I'm sorry, we're going to the right hand side. So Kehillah Azakim, the Ran says, Im Amr al Behema Hamunachas Ba'azara, Kinidvas Ksherim Nadar Bekarban, Sharik Sherim Mavian Behemtan Lazara, O Makdishan Osa Kedak Shay and Oleg Hill Azakim. So I'll say, so I just want to point out over here, I just want to point out something very interesting that, that according to the Ran, here's how the case works. If, if I say, Kinidvos Ksherim Alai, so we'll say, what is Kinidvos Ksherim Alai? Essentially, according to the Ran, I'm taking upon myself to bring a carbon like Hillel. What does it mean to bring a carbon like Hillel? Don't consecrate the animal. Bring the animal as chulin to the Azara. And when I'm in the courtyard of the base Hamikdash, Makdisha, Smicha, Shochta. And such, such a nether will work because ultimately, again, what I'm doing is I'm setting up a nedava the way that Sadiqim, the way that Kshirim would offer up an Adaba. Beautiful. So I'll say, good, good. So I'll say, here, here's the problem, right? So now go on the run. Nidava de Nazirus, Michael Neymar, Kilomar, Heich Kshirim, Misnad de Nazirus, Va Isulamechash Doma Asabi Takala. So I'll say, so now, so now, it's just, okay. So now, we're trying to focus on a bit like this. You're telling me, you're telling me that, oh my gosh, how's it 6 30 already? Okay. So I'll say, so listen to this. So you're telling me like this. You're telling me that the verbiage of Kenidvos Ksherim works. So Kenidvos Ksherim Alai works to establish sacrificial obligation. So now I understand how that works. How does Kenidvos Ksherim Alai work? I take upon myself to bring a carbon at Dava. Like who? Like who? Like Hillel. Keep it chulin, bring it to the Azara. In the Azara, Makdisha, Smicha, Shrita. Beautiful. How does it work to bring a Nedava of Nazirus? Right? If I say, Kinidre, Kinidre, Ksherim, Alai, or Hareini, Hareini, and now there's another walking in front of me, how does that work? Or to bring carbonus, how does that work? To which the Gemara says, here we go. So, or to bring, I should say, to bring a carbonus here, so how does that work? So here we go. So the Gemara says, Michael Gemara, Savalak Shunat Zadik, another incredible Gemara. How's the Shunat Zadik? We'll say, what does Shunat Zadik say? The Sanya, isn't that beautiful? This is, Omar Bishunat Zadik. The Bishunat Zadik said as follows. Miyamai Lachalti Asham Nazir Tame. So let's listen to this. Shunat Sadik said, in, my, in all of my life, I never ate from the Asham of a Nazir who became Tame. Now we'll say, now what is this talking about? This is a guy who's a Nazir who accidentally becomes Tame. Right? Well, he, someone dies right in his Dalaramas. So we'll say, what's that Lacha of a Nazir becomes Tame? What's that Lacha? He brings an Asham a sin offering, and then what? Starts the whole thing again. Shibinat Sadik said, I never ate from the Asham, there was a Kohen, I never ate from the Asham of a Nazir who had become Tameh. Look at Rashi for just a moment. Rashi is right across on the left hand side. The Asham Nazir Tameh, the Nazir Shemitameh, Asham, the Achrakach Moni Yemei Naziros Acher. So remember again, Nazir becomes Tameh, brings in Asham, brings in Asham, and then starts all over again. And Shibinat Sadik is saying, I never ate from such an asham. Except for one time. So listen to this. One time, ultimately, there was a man who was a Nazir from the south of Eretz Yisrael. 
V'ra'isim, and I saw Shuyefeinai, and he had beautiful eyes. V'tov ro'i, was such a handsome young man. Ukivotosav, Shaduros lo tal talim. And he had beautiful curls, beautiful hair, beautiful hair. So I'll say, so Shunatadik sees this guy. And this guy had made a neder neziros. So now he was completing his neder neziros. He had come to the base of Nikdash to what? To offer up his kamaras and what? Shave. Right? Shave his head. So Shunatadik says to the young man, you know, you're so handsome. You have such beautiful hair. Why, why did you decide to take upon yourself a neder neziros and destroy this beauty? And we'll say, get ready for this story. So the young man said, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Rabbi, I'll tell you the story. I, I am a shepherd for my father, right in our town. At one time I went to draw water from the spring for the flock, for myself. And I saw my reflection in the water. And I saw how handsome I was. I saw how handsome I was. And my Yitzhahara was incited. I said to myself, with these good looks, with these good looks, I could do a lot of damage, right? With these good looks, I could have so many opportunities for illicit things. Ubikesh litardani mina olam. And I was saying, my Yitzhahara literally again wanted to remove me from the world, which is Lashna. My Yitzhahara wanted to totally derail any, any type of positive dynamic activity. Amarti lo. I said to my Yitzhahara, Russia! Incredible. I said to my Yitzhahara, You Russia! Lama atomiska How dare you become arrogant in a world that is not yours? Right? You want me to take advantage of all the illicit, carnal pleasures of this world. This world doesn't belong to you. This world belongs to the Dibano Shalom. Kimosha says, So, Lama atomiska Bemishu asit lios rima vitolea. Furthermore, how dare you go ahead? And cause the body to become arrogant. The body, the body, which one day is going to become dust and consumed by worms. So I will say, this is the conversation that this young man has with his own Yetzirah. I will say, can you, can you imagine the, 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 the personalistic strength that a person has to have recognizing that again, any sin he wanted is at his fingertip, right? Any pleasure he wanted is literally at his fingertips. And he says to Yetzirah, Russia, stay away from me. So this young man says to Shimon Tzadik, he says, Ha'avoda, Sha'agal l'shamayim. So he says, and again, he attributed, again, his beautiful hair, part of his good looks. He said, I swear, I swear by Hashem that ultimately, again, I'm going to shave you for the sake of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So I will say, so that's how this young man became a Nazir. He became a Nazir, which I will say, by the way, I'll just point out, in general, in general, there is, we'll see in Masechus Nazir, but there is a fundamental machlokis in general about Neder Nezirus. Is becoming a Nazir a good thing, not a good thing? So it's a fundamental machlokis, but one thing is clear, which is when does one become a Nazir? One becomes a Nazir to combat the carnal wants and urges of this world. So we'll discuss, the Torah juxtaposes the halachos of Nazir to Sota, to Sota. Sota is a woman who has gotten herself in trouble. Whether she committed adultery or not is unknown. But one thing is clear, which is, she's gotten herself in some level of trouble. The Gemara understands that people get themselves in trouble because of alcohol consumption. Therefore, again, a Nazir sees Sota. What does he do? He makes a Nazir, abstains from wine. So again, why does this young man become a Nazir? 
ultimately again because to combat his Yitzhara. So we'll say, so what happened? So listen to this. Miyad. So this is now Shimon HaTzadik talking. Miyad. Amadati unishaktiv al-rosho. I stood up and I kissed him on his head. Amarti law, I said to this young man, Bini, kamocha yirbu nozre nazirus b'Yisrael. Halavai, there should be many more nazirim like you in Kalal Yisrael. Halacha kosev omer, about you, the Pasuk says, Ish kiyafli lindar neder nazir lahazir lahashem. Ultimately, again, about you, it says, I will say, because the Lashon of nazir is, if a person will articulate, all right, enunciate a neder to become a nazir, lahashem. Sibos said there are different types of naziros. There's a regular naziros, and there's a nazir lahashem. A nazir lahashem is a person who does so for the right reasons. So I will say, so therefore, again, before we get into the substance of the story, so ultimately, what's the example? What's the example of nidvos kshirim, right? Alai, or harani, where a person becomes a nazir, that's a case of a person who becomes a Nazir Lashem. So a person who becomes a Nazir Lashem Shemayim. A person who becomes a Nazir for the right purposes. A person who becomes a Nazir ultimately again to further and actualize his spirituality. That would be an example of a Nidava that would be again Kinidre Rish Kinidre Kesherim. That would, or I should say, Kinidvos Kesherim ultimately again would work. So in other words, there's a case, there's a case of a Nazir, there's a case of a Nazir, ultimately again, that would work for Kshayim. So, we'll say, so again, that, that answers, so just, you know, just, just to piece it together, we're trying to figure out, Kinidvos Kshayim works. So now I understand, Kinidvos Kshayim works by a carbon. if I do my carbon like who? Like Hillel. Where does, where does it work by Nazirus, right? How can you go out and say, Kinidvos Kshayim Hareini, and a Nazir is walking by become a Nazir. When would that work? That would work if a person has in mind to become a Nazir, La Hashem. La Hashem. It would work in that particular circumstance. So I will say, by the way, just before we go on, I'll just mention that there is actually a fascinating minog. It's a lesser known minog, but you know, Shimon HaTzadik, Shimon HaTzadik is buried in Yerushalayim. He's buried in, um, um, what's the neighborhood? You don't usually go there by yourself. Um, it's right. It's right on the road in Yerushalayim that, that divides. That divides East Yerushalayim from the rest of Yerushalayim. I forgot the name of the. It's not. It's, I don't think it's Sheikh Jarrah. It's um. It's right. There's like a big border police station right there. You make a right. Don't make a right. Don't make a right. But right, if you're like if you're leaving Yerushalayim, like towards like uh to right, you're like like if you're taking Kfish Echad like out of Yerushalayim towards uh, goes like you make a right to go to Mal. The right before before you go like to Maliyah Dumim. It'll come to me. Okay, what is it? Is it French? Oh, okay, whatever. It's right by the border. It's right by the border. So Shimon Sadik, the care of Shimon Sadik is there. And I will say, it's actually, it's a whole burial, burial enclave over there. Many have the minog to do, to do upsharon by the grave of Shimon Sadik, which is very interesting. So people normally think about doing an upsharon in Meirah or Shema Yachai. So some have the minog to go to Shimon Sadik. They will say, why do they go to Shimon Sadik? It's based on this Gemara. It's based on this Gemara about the hair cutting happening in the presence of Shimon HaTzadik. So quite a fascinating minog. So I'll say, so the Gemara says, I mask, there's more to say on this, but let's get a little bit weiter. So maske flo Rebbe, Rebbe money, maishna asham nazir tomei delo achal. So we'll say, let's go back for just a second, right? So what did Shimon HaTzadik say? So Shimon HaTzadik said, I never ate, I never ate from the asham of a nazir tomei. 
Yet Shemana Tzadik, right? So what, why, why, why not? What's wrong? So we'll say, this is incredible. Let's finish up with this. He says Da'asi al because again it comes for a sin. In this case, the sin of becoming impure. Well, if that's the case, well, every single asham comes because of a chait, and yet we don't see Shimon HaTzadik abstaining from eating other ashamas, only from an asham nazir, to which the Messiah was incredible. Amalei Rabbi Yonah, Hainu Taima, Kishen Toin Nozrin, the is incredible. Why? The say, when does a person become a nazir? Let's end with this. When does a person become a nazir? Prezi comes to Nazir when he has remorse for things that he's done or a lifestyle he's led. Okay, so now I have a, an introspective moment. I think about my life. I become a Nazir. Then what happens? So what says, now I become a Nazir. What's the problem? Now I'm a Nazir. Then I become Tameh. You know, you know what's going through my mind when I become Tameh? I can't believe I did this. Right? 30 days I was able to do. Now it's 30 plus. I, I can't. And what happens? A person regrets ever having made the Nedim Ezeros. V'nimtsu mevin chulun la'azara. And it turns out that what? When I bring my Asham, I'm bringing chulun la'azara. They're both like, it doesn't literally mean I'm bringing chulun la'azara. But what? Because again, remember, the Nedir is the Nedir, even if you have remorse by the Nezeros. But Lamaisa, Lamaisa, I have second thoughts about the Nezeros. So, so Shimon HaTzadik did not want to eat a carbon that a person had second thoughts. So Rabbi said, we'll stop over for today. We're going to pick up with this last piece about Shimon HaTzadik and also get a little bit more into the Shimon HaTzadik story tomorrow. Rabbi said, incredible Gemara to come. Shkoyach. All right, everyone, have a great day, everyone.